BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast. Happy Thursday. Hope everyone's having a great day. Today is a very special, unexpected episode. Of course, Jackie's in New York. You would expect me and Jack's in studio. Um, but Harry takes priority, and Harry's sick. Harry's Harry sick. needs to go to the doctor. Yes. So, of course, our number one priority here at The Toast is protecting sure. Roldini. Of course. So that's why God gave me so many sisters. Right. I could just rotate them in when I needed one. So the Satchelor is here. The Satchelor is hey, here. Snatch. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here on such short notice. I appreciate it. Jackie appreciates it. Harry appreciates it. The Toasters appreciate of it. Of course. Um, And I feel like, you know, it's actually been a minute since the Satchelor gave us some of her time. I know. I was thinking about it on my way here when the last time I did it was. And I don't Probably know. maternity leave. Oh, oh yeah. It was, it was. I was thinking it was obviously before Jackie moved. Right. But I don't know when. So thanks for being here. How are you doing? I'm great. Are you nervous? No, like literally not at all. I am because for some reason, like I don't know what the fuck your interests are. Like that was so not true. I know. I was trying to pick story when it comes to pop culture, not in like life. No, I'm interested in everything pop culture besides housewives. Sorry. I know. I just don't know why I can't see you sitting down having a conversation about like the Royals or Whoopi Goldberg, you know, putting the kibosh on any future biopics about her life. Well, yeah, I don't really care see? about that. Like, I feel like, um, the youngins, like the young stuff. I know I was looking for like TikTok drama, you, but there really wasn't a lot. So I tried to cater the stories to your interests today. You know, what should be a story was the way that Addison Ray looked at that event. She looked stunning. Yeah. That's, that's, that should be a story. Is Addison Ray your favorite young person of the moment? Oh, that's such a good question. No, because I feel like she's just been like doing her own thing. Like, right. I don't really know what she's up to. Ooh. What about Jenna Ortega? She's having a moment. I haven't watched Wednesday yet. Me neither. But I want to. The I want to learn the dance. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I have to think about that. Who have I been You're like You're a resident young with? person. I know. She's getting old though. I know, by the way. I used to be the resident young person. <laughs> yeah, counts. it's like so sad. Um, there's so much to discuss. The first is that yesterday's episode, bombshell interview with Dumois, People were obsessed. Mm -hmm. I listened. Um, My friends were texting me about it. No, it was like like kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, and it did then fuel a lot of the conspiracy theories that I am Dumois because I wasn't here. I mean, did you even think about that? I didn't. But then when Dumois came on and was saying how she thinks I'm so funny, like that does sound like something I would say about myself. Right. But you don't have the same voice. No, no. And a lot of people were shook by her voice. I, I don't know why. I've listened to content of hers where I thought she was using like a voice disguising app. That's what Enti did. Right. But... She was using her real voice, and a lot of people said she sounded like Olivia. And Olivia, she did. If anyone in this family could be Dumois, it would be Olivia. You guys Osher. are looking at the wrong sister. Yeah, a I'm too thousand lazy. Thousand percent, like she. You guys don't even know, like Olivia, what she's capable of. Olivia is Dumois. No, I know. Yeah, but obviously she's not. But yesterday's episode did not help stop the theories about our family being connected to Dumois. Were we trying to even stop them though? Really. 
No, and honestly, it was just fortuitous timing because I next week, I haven't even said this yet, I'm moderate, moderating um, like an interview for Dumois. Her book is coming, or it came out. Oh. And so I was like already in communication with her and then we this had this happened. opening. So it is fortuitous timing, but again, people are just not going to believe me. Like people are just sitting here convinced thinking I'm Dumois. And you know what? I'm down for it because like I'm ready for some conspiracy theories about me. A thousand percent. If like that, if that's what people are thinking about you, I'm obsessed. Fabulous. Obsessed. Amazing. Um, and we also need to recap just like a what's going on in this snatchler's life because it's it's a lot. Um, and last night we went to the TBG Awards. Yeah, we did, and it was a fabulous evening. We looked stunning. We really we turned out. I know because like I was not feeling stunning like when I was beginning my journey of glamour. And then I arrived at the destination and I was shocked. So the TPG Awards is a fabulous event that happens every year, except obviously we've missed the last two because of COVID. Um, and let's talk about the last time you were at the TPG Awards. <laughs> Why do we have to bring this up? Oh, you don't want to? <laughs> no, we can't. We I think can, it's a funny story. And like you've come so far in your journey as a woman. I No, in my journey as a woman of caring. Yeah. Because I stand by the fact that it was a cute ass outfit. Okay. So the last TPG Awards was what, 2019? Yes. Or maybe... 2018 no 2019 2019 um and counselor did not have a good time no because the theme of the event was like space cadet something space something whatever no one decided to go in theme but it didn't matter because I had this dress it was like so cute and it was like definitely out there and I paired it with a pair of like um silver like boots that were like giving xenon and you took a risk. I, I took a fashion risk. And, and that's what young people should do, especially young people with perfect bodies. Like, thank you. That's really nice. Go for nice. it. Um, and like, honestly, like in the grand scheme of things, like it wasn't like that fucking crazy of an outfit. It wasn't. Like, what, I feel like if I wore that now, like, no it would be would fine. Say, yeah. Um, but anyway, so I like wore it and like, you know, was getting ready to go, like posted, like, you know, I always post like a singing story on Instagram with my outfit. And like, and usually the comment, like my DMs in like seconds is flooded with like, oh my God, you look amazing. Link, link. Bleh. Dead. No, that's just not what happened. They read like, you to filth? They read me to filth. Um, and like, then I'm so, and also by the way, this is my first time, I think like walking any sort of carpet. Mm -hmm. Like it was like Getty, like it was my first Getty image. Mm -hmm. So like I have that and then I'm going into it and I'm just like obviously feeling like disgusting because why wouldn't I? Right. Um, and then like, I, it just ruined my night. Like I couldn't have fun. Like I couldn't tear myself away from my phone. Um, so I left and I turned around and this bitch is gone. Yeah. I just, and then I went home crying in the Uber and Pounds. you can't let anyone attack your peace like that. I don't think I would let it get to me like that now. No, me neither. I was young and impressionable then. Mm -hmm. I'm a bitch now. Yeah, no. And also like then when, when you don't feel confident in your look, whether it's because you just don't like it or, or has been people, told people have made you feel bad about it. There's really nothing that will ruin your peace and yeah. like destroy your self-worth in seconds in more than that seconds and Jackie once said to me when we were younger I was crying over something like stupid and she was like and people were I think you guys were like it was something so dumb but you guys were just like trying to cheer me up whatever and she was like it's not very easy to go from to in seconds it's not very it's easy to so go from sad hard. to happy like it's incredibly difficult it's very easy to go from happy to sad of course in a second yeah um well you looked fabulous last night Thank we really you. both did yeah we did for me like the major takeaway of the event was I have to see Betty who in concert again yeah, and listen to her new album. I was not prepared for the level of stanhood. I followed her on Instagram last night. Like, I'm obsessed. She fell back. No. <laughs> Sorry. She's busy. She's busy. No. And by the way, I didn't follow her so that she would follow me back. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. followed her so that, like I wouldn't forget about her. And that you would be like targeted in with the her know content. about like new music and stuff right, like, like that. Right. Like, did you know she was opening up for Panic at the Disco this year? Like, that would have been a fabulous concert. 
oh my god I didn't know that and right I, and also like I do actually like Betty who is on Snatchler songs like she does come up on my release radar but yeah I guess I'm not as invested as I should be. She's such a performer. I mean, she's the best dancer I've ever seen. She's such an incredible dancer. And I feel like that happens. They have amazing performances every year at that event. And I always leave with like a newfound respect. Love. Like BB Rexa, I was shook at A. She was, Brian let us meet her. She was so cool and nice. Yeah. And two, I was really shook because this was like four years ago at how many songs I knew. Like she really had this like great catalog. True. Then Carly Rae Jepsen, I was I mean, just like pop queen icon. Like I left with like a newfound respect. And the same happened with Betty Who when Brian said, she was um coming i was like great i'll know like one song but like i okay, so this was the third tpg awards yeah it's the fifth year that they do it but two years in a row was virtual because of covid did i not go to the first one or something no i was at all three bb i'm were, trying to remember what i wore bb rexa space cadet was, was carly year two. Ray? year two yeah okay what did i wear year one need to know something obviously that was not memorable in a good or a bad way yeah probably like a black dress yeah but that that is how i remember moments in life uh, obvi yeah what i wore or like what i just like looked like at the time what kind of haircut i had how much i hated myself yeah yeah uh, level of yeah self-hatred is, is real um so i just love betty who and i just i want good things for her me too and she was and cool and nice she was so cool and nice and like it can't be easy to like do a corporate event you know no and by the way we were talking about how like she's so tall yeah. And so her album is called Big. And the lead single is like a song about how like... It's called Big. It's so good. And the lead out song is, a, is, is called Big. Yeah. It's oh, about finishing my sentence. Sorry. Yeah. And it's about being tall and how like her whole life it was like the worst thing. Like and it plagued her. And now she's so proud of it. It was like kind of beautiful. No, I know. And it's also a bop that song. And she is really tall. Yeah. And she's quite. just like... She carried herself with this cool energy. Like I'm obsessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just like a cool girl. Like she definitely is like bunny and like can hang. Totally. Yeah. So it was a fabulous night, a fabulous event. Um, and Quite we were prestigious, you know? It was very prestigious, yeah. It was very legit. I always forget because Brian's like our friend and he's like a brother. I was saying the same thing. I forget he runs and started like a multi-million dollar no, 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 company. No. Same, like I kept talking about like the things that they've accomplished and like their sizzle videos of like all the shit that they've done. And I'm like, when? No, it's like they, like, like they had all these videos, like these packages about like the charitable things they've done this year, the milestones they've reached, the number of people who've clicked on their website. And it's like, Brian's Brian, but he's also literally the founder of the, the biggest travel, travel company media, in the yeah. world. It's crazy. I always forget. I know. Because he's just Brianna. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, right before, we're going to dive into the stories and we also are doing Dear Toasters. So we'll get a young person's advice on, you know, what the toasters are going through. We do through. ask the Snatch on Snatchler. So like we- You have experience. Have experience. And I don't want to be repetitive because I know so many of the people here listen to your podcast, The Snatchler, available anywhere you get your podcast new episode dropped today. Um, but you were talking about a story on your podcast that you were just telling me about. I haven't listened to your episode yet. And I- absolutely need you to say it again because it's the Margo went on was it the worst I date? think it might have been I think it topped the list of the worst date I've ever been on even the guy who was like judging you for having drinks oh yeah because like that guy was like at least like kind of obsessed with me like this guy was just me <laughs> yeah okay so Margo said she went on this date with the guy and they fought the whole time and I'm like how do you fight with someone you don't know no like it was great. When I got home, I couldn't sleep because my blood was boiling. I was so <laughs> aggravated. I tell like the full story on the snatcher, but I'll just like give like a little bit like, cause like I literally, I took notes as to why it was like the worst date ever. Like Were you as taking I was notes on throughout the day. No, no, no. I was just like doing a mental thing. And then I called my friend on the way home and was re like regurgitating everything that happened and wrote it down as that happened. Smart. Cause I didn't want to forget. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, so I went on a date with this guy and I mean, just to start. Hinge. Like an app. Locks club. An app. Locks. 
I have to say, all my locks club dates have been terrible. Ooh, shots fired. Um, shots fired at locks club. But no, not actually. But um, what are your thoughts on this? So we went for drinks. It was like a Tuesday night, and we got. It's like a nice place. We went to Monkey Bar. Ooh, nice. Yeah, and no reservation. Oh, I hate. Okay. It is worth mentioning, like, when it comes if to... If that was the only bad thing that happened, then I wouldn't care. But... No, that's not, like, a deal breaker or anything. One, It just shows, like, a lack of, like, drive and, like, excitement about mm-hmm. our date that really would annoy me. But mostly because, and I've only been on one date in my life, and the entire time leading up to the date, I was so worried about, like, the logistics, the logistics of, like, getting to the table. Because standing around waiting for a table is not ideal when I'm, like, with you. But, mm-hmm. like, when you're with a stranger, it's so awkward. Like, people bumping you and, like, yep. you have to talk and, like, yep. stand and look at each other. But, and also, like, you cover a lot of the small talk then that once you do finally oh. sit down, it's like, what the fuck do you talk about? No, totally. So that would bother me for that reason. Not because I, I don't like waiting, but because logistically like the logistics of dates are the worst part it get like the more you go on them like now I don't really I used to like worry about logistics all the time like do I motion like all this stuff like the more I go on it like no like do you motion for your wallet never no if you're asking to take me out for drinks I will never offer and here's a question I think I know the answer to have you ever asked anyone out on a date like a man no no yeah I didn't think so no no I I again I, I say this all the time on the toast I'm like a big time I empower women yeah except when it comes to the hallmark channel like i don't want women ceos i want women in the kitchen um and when it comes to dating too like court me court me yeah also i think it was 50 cent who was on um (laughs) he was on like a late night interview when he was talking about a date and i think it was stephen colbert he was like who pays when you go out on a date and he's like whoever asked for the date and I actually think that's a great policy. I Mostly agree. because the men are, are going to ask you know, out. Yeah, exactly. That's why I, I just said that. I was like, you asked me out. Like, you asked me for drinks. You should pay for it. Okay, so he didn't make right. a reservation. Okay, so then, like, everything that I, I said, like, he was, like, fighting me on and, like, questioning me on. Like, just listen to this now. So I'm not going to go into the whole thing. But mm-hmm. the w- one specific one that I was telling Claudia about was oh. he kept talking about, um, like, credit cards and, like, points and miles and, like, whatever. And I was like, oh, like, do you know who the points guy is? Like, you should follow him. Which would be a great resource. Did like, you helpful. say, like... Were you being like a name dropper? No, okay. I didn't say, I was like, no, Brian Kelly. No, yeah. I said, do you know who the points, the points guy guys. is? And he was like, yeah, of course I know who the points guy is. <gasps> and I was like, well, then I wanted to be an asshole. So then, yeah, I was then like, you wanted to one up yeah. him. So then I was like, oh, like I was just at his house in PA this weekend. Like we're very good friends with him. And he was like, did you just say PA? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And he was like, well, I was born in PA and people who are from PA don't call it PA. He just did. And I was like, well, Brian's from PA right. and he calls it PA, which is why I call it PA. So like clearly people in PA call it PA. He's right. like, you're so New York. Like, let's go to FL. <gasps> and I was like, so fucking rude. No one calls it FL. No one calls it. A, people call it PA. Yeah. And also, like, even if they don't shut up. No, that's not like a thing that. No, like so nitpicky. No, no. I hate this man. No. Like, oh, I mean, beyond. There were so many other things. I just was like. So obviously you're not going out with him again. No. He texted me after he's like, nice meeting you. And I wanted to be like, was it? <laughs> was it? And so how do you um end something like that? Like you just don't respond to him or he didn't ask you out again? Like, do you think he hated you as much as you hated him? I don't know if he hated me as much. Um, because also I have feeling as though, I feel as though this is him. As a, like, like this that's is his personality. personality. Like yeah. that's not my personality. Right. So like for him, he might not have thought much of it. Uh-huh. Um, However, no, I mean, he didn't ask again, like, but I also, like, I responded and I was like, I, I think I was like you too or something. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be a bitch, but I was, it wasn't like, does he know about this natural podcast? Like, do you ever get nervous that people you go on dates with? I actually hope he listens. So I hope he learns something. No, sometimes, you know, to hear someone's like unbiased POV of like your personality, it can be quite jarring, 
But sometimes it's what you need. It's the kick in the ass. Yeah, no, totally. And I talk about dating a lot on The Snatchler, like my like experiences and just like how guys are. But like if it's someone that like I'm actually seeing or like that we're going like on multiple dates, like I won't say a word. Yeah. Yeah. No, of course not. Like that's terrible. And so how do you explain to people what you do for a living on a date? So easy because I have a corporate job. So you just reflect on that. that. Yeah, that's smart. And then it's like, and then eventually if we keep like seeing each other, then they look you up on Instagram. Like that guy from the summer. Like, did he know about the Snatchler? Um, yes. And he started listening to it. No. Yeah. That's really a problem. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. But I, I didn't, I never spoke about him. So I didn't mind. Oh, okay. And I don't really mind it because I talk about other dates and then if they listen and they're like, oh, she's seeing other people like good, put a fire under your ass. Yes. Counts. The thing about counts is she's got a plan. Don't underestimate the counts. No, I have definitely been guilty of underestimating the counts and she's fucking come for my neck. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for being here, Counts. Make sure to listen to The Snatchler if you're interested in what it's like to be like a, a gorgeous young person because... Who can't find a man. It's very exciting. It's very exciting to be a gorgeous young person. You're going to do the stories with me and we're going to do Dear Toasters. So I think there's really no better time than right now to dive in. Are you prepared? I'm prepared. For the fast... No. Without... How did Jackie does this part? Without further ado, here are the fast five stories that you need to know that are brought to you by Versed. Skin's complicated, but skincare should not be. And that's where Versed comes in with their clean products, results-driven products, and drugstore prices. From ethically sourced ingredients to recycled packaging, Versed products are developed for you, with you, and with your planet in mind. The Versed uh, Eucalyptus Cleansing Balm has come for my neck this year. I had it before they became a sponsor because I'm trendy like that. Um, I've been wearing full glam Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Today, I'm gonna, I have a photo shoot, full glam, and then I have an event. I swear, before the Verse Cleansing Mom, I would have to do like three rounds of makeup removal. The Verse Cleansing Mom is everything of a sort. And I got this little headband from Verse that gets my hair out of my face when I use my cleansing balm. I'm a Verse girly. Their formulas are formulated to the highest standards in the world. They use safe and effective ingredients at skin-changing levels. Think retinol and vitamin C, but it's a fraction of the cost of high-end skincare. It is, of course, cruelty-free, vegan, dermatologist-tested, sensitive, skin-friendly. It is sustainable, and sustainability is at the heart of everything they do. They use post-consumer recycled materials in their packaging, and they maintain a net-zero climate emission. So if you want to check out Verse Skin, go to versedskin.com slash toast and use code toast at checkout for 10% off your purchase. Versed is V-E-R-S-E-D-S-K-I-N.com slash toast. Versedskin.com slash toast. Use code toast at checkout. So many of their products have gone viral on TikTok and I'm really on the pulse of all things TikTok. I need that because last night I was having such a hard time taking off my makeup. Margot, cleansing balm from Versed. I'll I know. get you one. It's everything of the sort. Today's episode is also brought to you by Missouri. So you, you're Missouri girly? I love Missouri. So with the holidays approaching, you're probably building your gifting list and Missouri believes that you don't have to overspend to treat those you love most. They design high quality fine jewelry that you can live in and style your own way. Thing about Missouri is like, yeah, of course, beautiful, stunning, and smart. You could shower with it. Like the mm-hmm. fact that it's all the jewelry that everyone wears now is like cheap crap that like yeah. makes your neck green. Missouri <laughs> is really high quality and it's also really reasonably priced. So they offer in-store and virtual styling lessons for expert gifting and stacking advice. And they have 60-day returns during the holidays, which is nice because, you know, things just, things happen, you know, things happen. You forget to return and the next thing you know, you're stuck with an item. You also now, could guess what the person wants wrong. Right. Right. So Missouri is taking care of you and your loved ones this holiday season. Um, They've curated gift guides. They have something for every budget. So that's responsibly sorts diamond hoops, recycled 14 carat solid gold earrings, and they drop new styles every Monday. So you're guaranteed to find something unique for everyone on your list or more importantly, and most likely treat yourself. 
With shiny gifts for everyone, Missouri is where wish lists come true. Simplify your holiday shopping and go to Missouri.com. That's M-E-J-U-R-I.com. Missouri.com. You won't regret it because the toast said so and everything we say is usually correct. We've never uttered one lie. True. And Missouri's and, great. And all the cool girls wear Missouri. Like I see it on Instagram. Like Lauren Elizabeth. She introduced yeah. me like years ago. She had a collab with them. It's really just stunning high quality pieces. All right, Counts, you ready for the Fast Five? I'm ready. First is not like a story, but just an update to like what's been going on. Everyone is creaming their pants. It's really like, I want to talk about that. It's an interesting study. Yeah. Hold on, the sirens. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Like, for real. Okay, Okay, listen. (laughs) Um, So, the Something Navy drama, which is so crazy to me because... There's no drama yet. Like there's all based on like a Reddit thread. Yeah, like claims. Like so there are claims of like things going on in their marriage, claims of things going on in her business, him embezzling, and there has not been one article yet. Not one article. Also like no one has found as far as I know like any sort of like document like from the government right. like they say he's been arrested. There's just like no act- tangible evidence for anyone to actually be like talking about it and like the way that the everyone internet is turned upside down like is everyone just like dying for a scandal or it's like no she's really interesting people and, and I, I talk about it all the time when we discuss like different cancellations hers is so interesting to me because her cancellation like she got fucking annihilated yeah for getting covid yeah that was- she, and she got covid like march people are probably this is gonna be added to one of my favorite stories that i never stopped talking about but it's really interesting to me she got covid march 4th Nobody fucking knew anything. Like, right. so she was living with her life. Like, she had a cold, but she's a mom, so she went to school. It's like, she went to school! Like, she didn't know, like, it was this biological weapon. That we were like, gonna be in lockdown for two years. So then, like, she just got fucking annihilated for being, like, irresponsible. But it was like, nobody knew. Yeah. We didn't know. It was really, she got COVID, bef- like, a week, the week of lockdown. Yeah. So I just always find that situation really interesting. And I think the reason why people, you know bandwagon hate her so much is because she's fabulous fabulous she's gorgeous she's naturally thin like (laughs) you want to hate her like yeah yeah, she lives this gorgeous life her kids are beautiful and and she's just like she really is that bitch like yeah she's she's, that bitch she has three kids i remember on her um like 30th birthday she posted she's like i can't believe i have three kids under three when i'm 30 like yeah, and she has also a thriving business. Like, I'm sorry, like, who wouldn't hate this bitch? Like, yeah, I yeah. hate her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's everything I want to be. Yeah, Like, yeah. successful business, kids out of the way, um, gorgeous apartment, yeah. rich. Like, yeah. So, and people, she gets comments like, eat a cheeseburger. Literally nobody's ever said that If someone said that to me, I'd be like, I would frame so it. So you think I'm <laughs> Like, who, honestly, like, who wouldn't hate her? So the fact that now people have a thread. I know. And so they're true. pulling it. And people are really exposing themselves for being so vicious, like schadenfreude. It's so crazy. Like, and we don't even know. We have no proof that he embezzled. We have no proof that there's literally anything going on except for people saying shit on social media based off of nothing. So, and I'm sure there is an article coming out as of today. We're recording at 11 a.m. on Thursday morning. There is no article. Um, So I don't know what we could possibly speculate about. The only article I actually saw was them categorically denying. So yeah. So the rumors are that he has you know, been embezzling money from her company and her investors and that they're having marital problems. A spokesperson for something Navy no, company, CEO, CEO of something Navy said categorically untrue. Brennan Chartis doesn't even have access to company funds. He couldn't possibly, he's not an employee. He couldn't possibly embezzle because I don't know how he would get his hands on the, the bank account. Yeah. And then a rep for Ariel pri- privately responded to the post saying they're very happily married. Yeah. And then the update that I was going to share is as of this morning, she shared a selfie of them saying coffee date. Now, I want to say how much of a slay her handling this is. Like, I love that the internet has their 
Braga's in a twist. Yeah. And homegirl is over here unbothered in her Chanel rain boots and mm-hmm. her iced coffee date with her husband. Mm-hmm. And the world has turned itself upside down and she's playing with them. And I'm kind of obsessed. No, and like I don't want to give us credit for anything, but I just have a feeling if like this were happening to us, like we would do the same thing. I don't know. I don't really handle public scandal well. Like, But I have, we wouldn't let you do anything. No, I know. You guys are good. But like for me, I'm like, I have to be checked into an institution immediately. <laughs> like I'm not okay. You and Ben wouldn't be composing coffee dates. No, no. I'm, I, I'm not okay when that shit happens. So like I have so much respect. Yeah, same. And I feel like that, that sort of not give a fuck energy comes from like being a mom. Like that's her priority. A thousand percent. But also like this ain't her first rodeo. No, I know. And I feel like she handled her COVID thing like I would handle it. Like she was like panicked. Yeah. And you learn from that. You learn from that. So until we have something to talk about, like I don't know what else we could say. Yeah. Besides speculating, which doesn't help anyone. No. For me, I think a lot of people like the most interesting parts of this is like digging into Arielle's like life and her family and her money. For me, I think what's been most interesting is the way people on the internet are clearly like vicious when it comes to certain people. Yes. And I don't know what Ariel Charnas has done to give people a reason to despise her Mm -hmm. in the way that they do. But like, Like, did I miss the part where she killed someone? No, right. So I was sending you TikToks that like were really so mean. So mean. And also like... It's one thing to think things like that are like, e- like I've had like crazy. Oh thoughts, girl, nobody like, has more evil thoughts than <laughs> me. Like I'm literally the nastiest bitch you'll ever meet. But it's another thing to pick up your phone, verbalize, re- verbalize it, record it, you saying it and post it to the internet. Snapchat speaking everyone facts. to see. This, the TikTok that I was referring to that I saw and I sent it to you, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking evil. Evil. Because as far, what everyone thinks is that her husband was embezzling money from her company. We have no proof of that and the company has denied it. Um, and that Ariel had absolutely no idea. So Ariel, in this hypothetical story that hasn't even come out yet, Ariel's not even the villain. She's really mm-hmm. a victim of her husband's but then alleged people, infidelity and alleged embezzlement. But then people are like, no, she definitely knew. Like, but why? Like, so why? this TikTok is like, I want to see Ariel Charnas mm-hmm. sell every item she owns. And I want the paparazzi to record her going down to Saks Fifth Avenue and retu- returning all of her belongings. And I want her to record it and post it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, calm down. Like, there is this general sentiment, especially on the internet, of like, if you're rich, we hate you. A hundred percent. Whether you're a good person or not, like, we just hate you. So I, I get that that's where I think a lot of it stems from. Is her it being, all stems from jealousy. Is her being really successful financially in her business. Mm-hmm. And then also her family and her husband's family being very wealthy. Like, people on the internet, internet culture, like, you just hate rich people. Mm-hmm. So I get it to a point because I am to my core like an internet troll. Like I am. I get it. But I'm also a human being. Yeah. And this is like a family with three young kids. And like, again, no article has come out. So it's like we're all get- And I just feel like when this article comes out, like it's going to be maybe like because we built it up so much. Like it's a nothing kind of- burger. Yeah. Because they've denied. Mm-hmm. And I do kind of believe that Brandon did not. Is his name Brandon or Brendan? I don't know. Is her name Ariel or Aria? Like, I cannot pronounce. I think it's Ariel Charnas. And Brandon. And Brandon. Ariel and Brandon. That doesn't, that doesn't sound, sound right. right. Um, okay, but I do I do believe that, like, he was not embezzling because it's not so easy to embezzle. He's not an employee of the company. He has his own company. If he was embezzling money from his own company, that is entirely possible. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand how, like, that would be like bed embezzling money from the toast. Like, you can't, bitch. Like, you don't even have the credit card. Yeah. So I'm just curious. Like, 
And yeah, maybe, maybe but this, if it is true, like I want to know logistics how of he the got the money. Mm-hmm. So maybe the article comes out today or tomorrow, and I'll be wrong. But I have until to say then, that they're dragging their feet on the article. I know. And so Dumois said on the episode yesterday that like they're dragging their feet on the article because the article, the concept of the article got leaked, and now people are coming forward. So oh, you more, think they're building? There's it. more research to do because now people know the article's coming out. I mean, because Dumois was saying I got a million DMs, and mm-hmm. I'm not even a journalist from people like in New York who know them who had things to say. But like, are they just talking about like gossip? Wanna, yeah, right. I don't know. Right, because there's an element here that's just gossip, like you know, marital problems, which really is none of our business. Mm-hmm. And then there's the element of like criminal, right? And so people saying he got arrested in Miami two nights ago. He was at the polo bar, got arrested. Um, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Like, I literally, I can't say what I, like, somebody saw him, just, he's not, okay? <laughs> Someone I know saw him, like, literally, he's not. So, and also, if he was arrested, there would be some sort of record. Obviously. And you know those internet trolls, they went to, you know, Miami Dade, re- policereport.com, and if there was a mugshot or, like, a record. Oh, he, my God, it would be, it would be posted on TMZ, like. So, I just, oh, and then. Allegedly, yesterday, there was this thing that came out that said Ariel had sent a letter, a note, to her subscribers mm-hmm. on, um, like, her something Navy email list or whatever. And it was this long thing about, you know, there's been a lot of allegations about my husband. I'm going to be keeping this private, protecting my girls. I actually thought it was a very well, well-written statement. It was a very well-written statement if Brandon did something wrong. Because it was a very well-written statement if Ariel wrote it. Right. It was somebody on, some freak. This is what some I'm saying. Mo- a mother. This, the people on the internet are really showing themselves to be psychotic. Somebody fake released a statement on Ariel's behalf People are not fucking okay. No, no, no. Margo, the article hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> I know. No. Everyone really needs to take a step back. Take Once the article comes out, we can all wild out as much as we fucking want. Yeah. But until then... Calm the fuck down. We are not okay. Mm-mm. We're not okay. And this is just like a story that I think people are like getting excited about. And you know me, I get excited about stuff. I'm just not... Maybe it's because she's like a Jewish girl in the city and like I on some level relate to her. Like mm-hmm. I just... I've met her a few times. I really don't know her. People... Oh. I met her. I met her and Brandon too in the Hamptons, and I was like, I went up to her. I was like, "Hi, like I'm Claudia's sister." She, they literally couldn't have been nicer. She came up to me at dinner, um, and I think a lot of the girls who work for her are toasters. And she was like, she knows like one of my favorite stories is defending her COVID thing because I don't feel like she did anything wrong. And she was like, "Thank you so much," um, and she couldn't have been kinder. And she was like, "All the girls in my office read your book, and they were like reading me passages." She could not have been nicer. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why I feel. But also, I think I we're also I thought <laughs> we're also like empathetic no but I I I do often come on this show Jackie too like in defense of influencers I think influencers yeah, exactly. get such a bad rap and the way people are acting like this like she's an A-list celebrity she's not no she's an influencer with you know with three kids and and no full-time security like like celebrities do like we need to calm down mm-hmm so I think that's my where my empathetic approach from comes from because I don't have an empathetic approach with everyone like I'm I'm going to get in and conspiracy theorize with the best of them. Yeah. But this, I don't know why I'm not getting, maybe it's because I've met her and she's been really lovely, Mm -hmm. but also because I, on some level, I feel similar to her. She's like a a colleague. She's a New York city influencer. Um, and she's a mom. I don't know. I, I'm not like dancing on her grave for her demise. Yeah. Yeah. No, Mm -mm. but you know, and I don't do this on purpose, but like I somehow find myself at the middle of like all these controversies somehow. No, I swear. Okay. Because the Reddit thread that like blew up, and I just want to say like, I, have, I didn't look at, I haven't. I have read it. some of the most factually incorrect things about myself and you on Reddit. Okay, don't tell me that. You told me. What? Like people making stuff up about us. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. I have no idea. Recently. 
on Reddit a story about you. Oh, oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. I have read some straight up fucking that, lies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not inclined to believe something because it's on Reddit. But the thread that like went viral and started this whole thing, somebody was like, wait. On the toast last week, Claudia Ashray said she heard the craziest oh, yeah. thing about a New York City influencer and that we'd soon find out. That's not what I said. I said I heard the craziest thing about a New York City influencer and I can't say it, but it was the craziest fucking thing. It was not about, Ar- about Ariel Charnas. I do see how someone could think that, but it, it wasn't. And I didn't say that, that people would soon find out. I just heard something about like the way someone behaved and it was the craziest thing. I told you. Yeah, yeah. It was the craziest thing I'd ever heard and I just like wanted to be a gossip girl and like make stuff up on the toast. But it wasn't this. I... I really, I don't know. I know what everyone else knows. I didn't find out about this until like very Until recently. everyone else. Yeah. No, apparently this had been brewing and then like. Yeah, no, I don't. Shit hit the fan. I don't like troll, you know, Reddit. threads like that because um, I love myself. and Well, not even uh, just that, like I'm and busy. I have, to, I have to protect my peas. <laughs> I have a life. And that too. Um, so I just, let's all be conscious of what we're reading. Like the, just because it's on Reddit. Once it's in an article, even though I still think an article can be wrong. Yellow journalism. Right. But once it's in an article, it has way more believability. Mm-hmm. These are just random anonymous people on social media. Literally. We must be cautious, you guys. Use your monocle, okay? Look, question everything. Grain of salt. Grain of salt. Until there's an article. Mm-hmm. But even then. But even then, I know, because I've had some really fucking libelous articles written about me. And I'll say that. And I'll leave it at that. So that's why I, I think that's why my own experience also contributes to me being more empathetic from mm-hmm. this storyline and not being like, yes, let's ruin it. And let's, you know, like, hocus pocus. Right. You know? So I guess, like, maybe by tomorrow's episode, and if the article drops while we're sitting here, Lizard, you know, just to... Just to wave a white flag. Because um, that would be embarrassing. I'm like all over here like, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. there's this article. Um, but that was our first story. Okay. What's next? Hit me. It's really sad counts. It's about one of our favorite girlies. I know. Celine I know Dion. it is. Yeah. Celine Dion has been diagnosed with stiff person syndrome. It's a neurological disorder and she has canceled her European tour again. Celine Dion announced on Thursday morning that she has been diagnosed with stiff person syndrome and will be postponing or canceling her shows. Here's what she said in a video that was posted to social media, a teary-eyed video. I've been dealing with problems with my health for a long time, and it's been really difficult for me to face these challenges and talk about everything that I've been going through. Recently, I've been diagnosed with a very rare neurological syndrome, which affects something like one in a million people. She continued explaining that this is the condition that has been causing all of the spasms she's been having. Stiff person syndrome causes rigidity and spasms in the trunk and limbs, according to the Cleveland Clinic. Over time, leg muscles become stiff, followed by other muscles, including arms and face. The Power of Love singer 54 said that the condition has made it difficult to walk and has prevented her from singing the way that she's used to. All I know is singing, she said. It's what I've done almost all my life and it's what I love to do the most. She concluded her video by saying she will not be ready to restart her European tour in February. It's been a struggle. She said she hopes of recovery with the help of ongoing treatment. Now, this is so sad. Like, but is like, she ever going to be able to tour again? That's, that's the, the vibe I'm getting. And that was like the energy she was putting out. Like it was almost final. How old is she? She's 54. She's pretty like. That's and not you, that old. No. And if you saw her perform, you would think she was 44. Yeah. She's endlessly energized. She sings. She dances. She just, she's wild. She does comedy. Like, yeah, she's really a jack of all trades. I feel like if you're a fan and you've been following, this is like the third time she's postponed this one specific tour. And at first we were like, okay, a little COVID maybe. Right. Then it was just like, there were rumors. And now it turns out like there was something going on. 
And in, at this time, I'm thinking of Brian Kelly. Same. I was going to put it in the chat today, but I was like, you know what? No. No, he sent in my chat with me, him and John, and he sent like a whole like lengthy um, explanation of what this disease is. And he was like, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck, three times, fuck. I was like, are you okay? He's like, no. He is Celine Dion's number one fan. A thousand percent. And this is really hard for him. So obviously I'm taking this tough, but like I'm thinking of my dear friend. I'm thinking my dear friend and honestly all the gays around the world because I think this is going to be particularly tough for the community. I agree. That's really, really upsetting. I know because it did, it did feel like kind of final, like the energy she was putting forth in the video. Like I, I didn't watch know, the video, but like, I read I the article. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, like, there's nothing she can't, and it's incurable. Well, it's like a very rare. I don't think it's one of these things that there's like a million cures for. Right, like, right. It's very rare. It's said one in a million people. That's crazy odds. No, I know. And if you know what's so crazy is because the last time I saw her, I actually saw her the week that something Navy got COVID. I got her the week, but I saw her at Barclays Center oh, the yeah. week of COVID. Um, and you would never, you would think she had the energy of a 25 year old. Like, yeah. so this is someone who's clearly in amazing physical health. I mean, takes priority. Her body's insane. Her body's insane. She prioritizes like her health and wellness because you can't be 55 running around like that if you're not constantly working out. And so this is someone who was obviously prioritized health and still ends up with this fakakt. Right. So like that just, no, it's like, you know what, drinking. eat the donut. Yeah. I had two donuts yesterday. I was, somebody sent me donuts. Oh, somebody, Duncan. Duncan Donuts sent me donuts. Um, Do they send them like as a congratulations? They send them as a congratulations. And then I guess I forgot like a week ago, I was talking about how like I wanted one of those sprinkly little fuckers so badly. And they sent me them to like congratulate me on the end of tour. They sent me two dozen. That's so nice. They sent me munchkins and a box of Joe. The box of Joe is so good. Did Ben drink it? It was a field day for Theo. the staff in my building oh. because I gave them everything. I'm not going to eat two dozen donuts, a box of munchkins. I don't even drink coffee. So I gave them all but one box of donuts. Yeah. And then me and my housekeeper had a field day. <laughs> we just really went ham like on the donuts. Um, and then when I got home from the TPG Awards last night, I hadn't had dinner. So I had another donut. But I am starving when I got I home. I was so hungry. Tell and me if this is okay. I had... I had ordered pizza maybe about three weeks ago. And it I, finally arrived? No. <laughs> and I put it in the freezer. Okay. And then I had a slice last night. I think that's fine. How did you heat it up? Microwave? Yeah. It's like kind of gross. But it's also still like a little icy. Ew! I think it's totally fine. Okay. My um, stomach feels fine this morning. No, I think it's fine. Frozen food, like, is fine. You know, that actually is, begs the question that I've been dealing with. I got a pie, another congratulatory. I got a Casey pie. Sam Frankel dropped it off. Her sister makes the best the pies. The best pies. And, like, I'm not going to eat it right now. So, like, should I freeze it? Yeah, of course. Okay. It's still sitting out. How long has it been out? Since yesterday. Okay, that's fine. I'm, like, so worried about this pie. No, you have to put, you have to put it in the freezer. It's the best pie. Yeah. But also, maybe I should just eat it. Yeah, what are you waiting for? Like, this has been like a, like, it's not a good week for me. I'm not going to drop any weight, you know? Mm, I feel that. It's been, it's, I'm a celebrating. Yeah. It's holidays. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? So you want to change the world. Classic 90s. What is that from? Every, what like, song is that? It's, it's from every, okay, wait, actually, I know. It's from the scene in like a classic early 2000s kids movie where they kiss. So you want to change the world. What, what are you waiting for? So you want to start right now. Sleepover? What are you waiting for? No, hold on. Hold the fuck on. Okay, I'm holding. This is where you need the app where you just sing. It's called Shazam. So you want to change the world. What are you waiting for? Movie soundtrack. Oh, interesting. Movie soundtrack. Oh my God, they're giving me waiting on the world to change. Shit. Okay, wait, no. So you want to change the world. What are you waiting for? So you want to start right now. What are you waiting for? Yeah, just look up the lyrics. Get the name of the song. Right. 
Oh my god! What? It's it's sung by Lindsay Lohan. Oh, and duh. it's when she kisses um, Freaky Friday. Maybe Freaky Friday because it's definitely not a mean girl. Confessions of a teenage drama queen when she kids when she kisses um the guy who fixes cars. Oh yeah! Oh, what a song! What a moment! What a film! What a film! I didn't mean what a song. I meant to say what a film. Speaking of what a film, everyone's talking about the film in our next story, which is mm. brought to you by Bruce. Bruce ain't nothing better than a Bruce. Let me just get my little uh, phone ready. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, everyone. Grandma alert. Grandma alert. Okay, ready. Mm-hmm. Grandma alert is brought to you by Bruce, an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth with powerful sonic technology ultra gentle bristles the brush redefines what it means to have super clean teeth it's like that feeling when you just leave the dentist a fresh whole mouth clean every single day and get 20 percent off when you pick up your brush brush kit and the plan when you go to brush.com slash toast that's 20 percent off when you go to b-r-u-u-s-h.com slash toast the brush kit includes the electric toothbrush, three brush heads, a magnetic charging station, and a sleek travel case. Using industry-leading sonic technology to produce 42,000 brush strokes per minute, which is 300 times brush strokes per minute, this helps with deep cleaning in those hard-to-reach places. I love the brush because I'm lazy and I don't have to do anything. I just put it in my mouth and it does all the work <laughs> for me. The battery life lasts four weeks, so I can take it with me when I travel. I don't have to leave the charging station on my countertop. And it's just stunning. I got one for Ben. He's got like a hunter green one. I got like a millennial pink. We're really reading enforcing gender stereotypes with our colors and it's fabulous you have a brush i don't have a. you don't no well you've got to go to brush.com slash toast to get 20 percent off at brush.com slash toast brush is spelled b-r-u-u-s-h.com when you sign load (laughs) when you sign up and download when you sign up for the brush kit and plan you'll get the three brush heads the electric toothbrush the magnetic charging station and the sleek travel case everything you could possibly need to have a pearly white year round. Thank you, Bruce, for sponsoring today's episode. That's Bruce.com slash toast. All right, next story everyone is talking about. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's documentary. Now, I haven't seen it, so I don't feel like I wanted to do like number one story bombshell. But I did think it was interesting that we finally found out how they met. Oh, did we not know? I thought they were introduced. I had thought that they were introduced by Pierce Morgan. Or no, she had went to dinner and drinks with Pierce Morgan the day of their date. First date. I don't know. There was definitely something. Well, it turns out that they met on Instagram. So page six says it's a love story for the digital age. And when I went to choose stories for today, there must have been 15 on the homepage things from the article, things from the documentary, articles from the documentary. So they revealed their romance started thanks to the power of social media. In their Netflix docuseries, Harry and Meghan, which was released today, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex explained how their relationship came about in the summer of 2016. Wow, it's already been so long. I was scrolling through my feed and one of my my friends and someone who was a friend had this video of the two of them, like a Snapchat. Wait, this makes no fucking sense. This is what Harry says. I was scrolling through my feed and one of my friends and someone who was a friend had this video of the two of them. So I guess Megan and this person. Okay. It's like a Snapchat video. After seeing the snap of Markle with a dog filter, the British prince was curious to know more. I was like, who is that? He shared. And here they have the video in question. She's using the classic 2016 classic. dog filter. Markle said her friend later told her that the prince has was interested in meeting her, but the nickname didn't ring a bell for the American actress. I said, who is that? I asked if I could see his feed that to me was the best barometer. So I went through and it was just through this beautiful photography and all these environmental shots. And this time he was spending in Africa. I feel like they're talking really weird. 
Whatever. Pleased with his feed, the pair exchanged phone numbers the very next day, kicking off a royal love story. And Harry said the pair were constantly in touch from then on, even though Markle initially wanted to be free and enjoy the summer as a single woman, according to her friend Lindsay Jill Roth. Markle had planned a single girl summer, and she had a lot of plans to go around Europe. Another friend, Lucy Fraser, added in the docuseries. Even Markle herself confirmed that she was really intent on being single and just having a fun girl time. Can we just pause for a sec? Yeah. I don't know one girl who, sure, you can go into the summer wanting a single girl summer, but if a prince, second heir to the throne, or whatever he is, is trying to pursue you, like you just throw that single girl summer out the window. But like, you really, like the second you realize that they're interested, like, oh, Margaret, that's exactly what she did. She said, it was supposed to be a single girl summer, but like I gave him my number and we didn't stop texting. No, it sounds like she really tried to do the single girl summer. Keep no, going. No, no, they, no. No, They literally said she was supposed to, but nah. Like literally, relatable, that's exactly what you would do. Margo. That's I wa- what I was saying. No, I know. Mm. So you and Meghan Markle have a lot in common. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we both like suits. So then they got engaged, yada, yada, we know. Um... But she said, I had a career, I had my life, I had my path, and then along came H. That's what she calls him. Talk about a plot twist. So I want to talk about, for me, the most interesting part. Cool, they, they didn't meet on Instagram. That's very misleading. Like, he saw a picture of her for the first time on Instagram, mm-hmm. which is just a consequence of being alive in this day and in age. age. Um, but I think it's really interesting that she calls him H. That's... I actually think it's beyond cringe when people call anyone like the letter like it's gossip girl oh okay b s so i i hate it if anyone call me m c don't no (laughs) i agree but i also hate when girls like okay let's say everyone on the planet called ben soffer yeah like some of his friends do but it's not like his go-to nickname and like literally his name was soffer you know like i'm trying to think of like a person i know who oh okay like for some reason one of Ben's really, really good friends from high school. They call him Looch. Okay. His name is Michael, but I don't know. I've never called him Mikey in my life. His name is Looch. That would be like, so if he started dating someone and then she's like, Michael, Michael. By the way. I hate when girls do that. All like, girls do that. I Like, hate. I have that in mind. Also, yeah, especially like, I'm not naming names because like, I hate him, but <laughs> like someone that I used to date, everyone called them by their last name, by his last name. Okay. I'm trying to think of who. You know who. Okay. And then like, like his subsequent girlfriends. I think I did it too. Like called him by his first name. Oh my God. I just like call the person what everyone calls them. I hate when girls were like, that would be like me calling Benjamin. Yeah, no, that's. And like the full name. No, it's like calling Ben Benjamin and everyone right. calls him Ben. No, like just, why? Just like for what? To like prove you're different? Like we get it. We're not fucking him. You are, but like you can call him Ben. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. No, it's like marking your territory. I hate when girls do that. Like I'm trying to think of like a perfect example. Like, it's really like Ben Benjamin. Yeah, Ben Benjamin. Or like if, if everybody calls someone a nickname and then like the girlfriend does, and it's like, why? We get it. You're not like us. You're different. You're on a different level. You're closer with him. Like you're fucking him. We don't care. Right. I hate. So the H doesn't bother me. The H is cringe for sure. It's giving gossip girl like H. Whenever I see it anywhere, like if it's like someone like it's their anniversary and someone's like, I love you, B. D. Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> Except for my friend Beatrice. We call her B, but it's not letter B. It's like B-E-A. B-E-A. Totally, totally different. It's a nickname for Beatrice. Yeah. Different. Yeah. The letter is cringe, and then when people say, like, that would be like if she called him Harold. That's not his name, but you know what I mean. Harrison (laughs) or whatever. But, like, that wouldn't even be as bad, Harold. No, it would. Like, I hate when girls do, like, the full name. It's like, stop. No, I get it. I do. You get why they do it? No, no, I get why that's bothersome. To me? Yes. Okay, so you're defending me. I'm on your side. Okay. It's so hard to know with you. You're always attacking me. That's 
kettle pot black. <laughs> well, I haven't watched a documentary yet, so... And there's part two, so maybe I'll just like recap it in full. Mm-hmm. But what I've heard is that it was not nearly as damaging as a lot of people thought to them, to the royal family. It's really like their version of events with very little. I did see like a clip where she, I'm trying not to watch clips, but there's so many on TikTok. Yeah. Where she said like, she's just like a very warm American and she's a hugger. Yeah. And like the formality of the royal family publicly is the same energy they have privately. Like they're still very formal. They're British. Yeah, I, I, Which, yeah. I think I'm not shocked sense. by that. That makes sense. I think that's like an accurate description of like probably how they immediately like got off on the wrong foot. I also feel like that's any like American in, in the UK. Yeah. Like I feel like all they're all very like none of them are super huggy. So like if we were to go in with like our, you know, like big tits, big tits, and, like, yeah. yay! <laughs> like I think everyone would be like, oh well, my God. They talked about that in Downton a lot since Cora was American. And whenever she would be even remotely sentimental, they'd be like, don't be so American mother. Yeah, exactly. So it's just a different cultural culture. thing. So I think that was a pretty accurate reaction from them. Um, next story is a little Instagram news. Pete Davidson has officially returned to Instagram in the most bizarre way ever. Um, he's laying in bed. He's looking actually really cute. He looked like five years old. Yes. Okay. Cause he finally got rid of the platinum hair. And when he goes right. back and forth between the platinum, the platinum is not a good look for him. No. And I didn't realize it until he put up this video of him just like in his house with his brown hair and he looked like he was 17. A hundred percent. And he's laying in bed with Eli Manning. Yeah. So I don't know where we go from here. His, his account name is it's a joint account with Eli Pete underscore Eli 10 they've started an Instagram account together that's interesting he said hello Instagram I've decided to come back but only with the goat Eli Manning is lying next to bed next to Pete in bed and then he says what's up your bed is so comfortable and then Pete responds oh thanks we've been having a good time on my bed stay tuned for more photos on the gram it was like obviously satirical yeah let me tell you like Eli Manning is so hot oh so hot and like I'm actually okay so you're a young person yeah you're single yes honestly I feel like I could see a world in which like you're spotted out with Pete Davidson because you're like young I and fabulous. would like love so my that. question for you is like do you think he's cute I do I don't I do I think he's like got like like swag like for sure if I if he was like not Pete Davidson and he was just like a random man on the street, you know, like he was like had you know a job at like a like a law firm, yeah. Like and I imagine if I saw him like on a dating app, like I don't know how I would swipe. You would probably swipe right because he was like tall and Jew. Like if he was Jewish, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like yeah, if he yeah, met yeah. your criteria, right, and like had a good job, like yeah, yeah, totally. But you no. definitely swipe right. Yes, but the fame helps, and also just like his like energy like so it's like i watch that video and i was like damn eli manning is hot like that was my takeaway i think they're both hot there's room for everybody no for sure but it's like i feel like nobody watched that video and even looked at eli manning they're like put the camera back on pete that's fair and i was sitting here being like that's also because we like get nothing from pete so like once you get like a little bit i know i'm just like kind of over it i know um i feel exhausted by the pete davidson and the dating of it all like i can't tell you how much i actually don't care about him and emrata no but it's like so cliche and it's so obvious like oh two like amazingly famous gorgeous people no huh. and like how many times has he done that i know like, it's like find somebody like, like gross an ugly girl okay yeah. please just so we i can feel like you know close to you yeah i agree i'm just like over it so i don't really care I know. I kind of agree too. Also, like after the relevancy that you get in dating Kim Kardashian, like nothing's going to match that. So, and no one you date after is ever going to top it. So, like the interest is just not, it's just lacking. No, it's true. Like even after Ari, I was like, where can he go from here? And he still did. Like Kim totally topped it. And he would have to date fucking Taylor Swift. Like, oh my God. I mean, it's not happening, but you know. No, or um, Giselle. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I want Kim to date Tom. I so know. Same. It's working. It's working. Um, our fifth and final story is another, you know, it's that time of year. We're getting yearly recaps. Google has released their top searches of 2022. Oh, I love And this. a bunch of pop culture moments made the, list. made the list. So the most searched events, Queen Elizabeth's death was obviously um, up there. Uh, the election, Ukraine, the Powerball numbers. Okay, that makes sense. I love the Powerball numbers. Yeah, I know you do. Um, Will Smith. Was that 2022? That's my my reaction was the same. Same with Johnny Depp. That was on the list too for most top searched events. That feels, tw- Johnny Depp feels 2022. It feels like another lifetime. Yeah. Especially the Oscars thing. Yeah. Especially because like this week on the toast, we were talking about the upcoming Oscars. So it's right. like enough. Oh, I guess like those were probably technically the big moments of pop culture. Guess what the most searched movie was? Don't Worry Darling? No. Oh. Did it even make the list? No. Wait, Think wait, about- wait. I feel like I know. Yeah, no, you have to think about like not, like think about movies that like. Top Gun. Top Gun is number three. Oh, what was bigger than Top Gun? Um, think about. Like Marvel shit. Kaler. Oh. Um, oh, I'm thinking. Encanto? Yes. Okay. Number one. Two, Thor. Oh. Three, Top Gun. Okay. That makes sense. Four, The Batman. Yeah. And then a bunch like, you know. Random. Random. What about celebrities? Most searched TV shows. Okay, I have to think about Guess Netflix. number one. Is it a Netflix show? No. Is it like cable? Yes. Do I watch it? I'll give you a clue. I think so. You dumb fucking bitch. I'm going to fuck you up. Euphoria. Yep. That is not cable. That's HBO. Oh, I guess it goes to I'm, streaming service. After. Okay, like I don't know. Is HBO cable? I'm, like I watch it on my cable box. Like can you go to like the HBO channel and watch it when it comes out? No, of course. It premieres there. Oh, I just watch it on HBO Max. No, I guess that's so true. But like, it's on TV. Okay, all right. Um, number two, Stranger Things. Okay. Three is that show, The Watcher, which only recently came out, which is kind of crazy. I didn't watch it. Me neither. Inventing Anna. Okay. House of the Dragon. I'm shocked House of the Dragon is so low. Okay, wait. Moon Knight. I don't know what that no. is. Seven, Yellowstone. <gasps> Love. Wait, where are you at? Oh my God. I, I, I've had the busiest week of my life, so I haven't made a lot of progress. But last night I watched one episode and it was like a pretty terrible episode. It was like an episode where everyone goes camping. So no one's at the ranch and they're just whatever. It's like boring and it's like the episode takes course over one night. Yeah. But the most amazing thing happened and it made the whole thing worth it um, because Beth and Rip find themselves alone at the ranch. And they're like, what's something like we can do that we've wanted to do at the ranch that we've never been able to do because we've never been alone. And um, Rip turns the lights on and the music on and him and um, Beth dance in the horse thing to Lady May by Tyler Childers. And let me tell you how Tyler Childers and Chris. Childers. Okay, I've been dragged to filth on this show for saying Tyler Childers. It's and Childers? this is the first time I've actually said it correctly. Okay. So it's Childers. So sorry. Um, the way Chris Stapleton's music and Chris... Childers, Tyler, Tyler Childers, Tyler Childers, music like have Yellowstone in a chokehold and it comes on at the perfect time. So like him and Beth are dancing in the middle of the night to this song. I was like sobbing. No, Yellowstone has such a good soundtrack. I like Shazam so many. They have this one band that I found called Shane and Shane. So random. So good. Wow. Um, but yeah, they love a Tyler Childers and Tim McGraw also wrote a song for Yellowstone. Oh, it's just it's really it's the vibe. No, it's actually amazing. Okay. I'm so fucking glad you're here. I like, know. No, I know. And the, you don't listen to the toast because you don't support me, but you would know. When's the last time you listened to this naturally? That's a really good question. That's, no, that's totally fair too. Yeah. Um, 
one of the recurring themes on this show is like I'm so stubborn I mean hi no yeah you're definitely worse because I can at least acknowledge like like I, when I'm being stubborn, I know I'm being stubborn. I'm not going to justify. I'm just being like, so Jackie's like Yellowstone. I'm like, no, I'm not in the mood. I'm just whatever. Yeah. And so same with Downton Abbey. Same with reading. You know, like <laughs> I'm just a few years delayed. You know, it's fine. Um, do you know what the most searched songs were? And think back to the most searched movie. The most. So Encanto. We don't talk about Burnout. Yeah. Number one most searched song of the wow, year. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Jiggle jiggle, man! Don't jiggle jiggle. jiggle. It, it folds. folds. I like to run away. It's wiggle. crazy how this like whole thing it's TikTok. is TikTok because on this list is also Unholy. Wow, already. I know, which is a song that came out a month ago, and it's not that good. But also, he started teasing it in June. Yeah, um, running up that hill by Kate Bush, which is a song from the nineties. Yeah, crazy. Um, about damn time, Lizzo, Antihero, Taylor Swift, yada yada. Um, there isn't a list for most searched. There is. Oh no. For most searched people. Ready? Okay. Johnny Depp is number one. Wow. Will Smith is number two. Makes sense. Amber Heard is number three. Okay. Antonio Brown. I think there was like a football drama. I'm yes. not familiar with it. Um, Carrie Lake. I think she's a politician. Mm. Anna Sorokin Delvey. <laughs> Chris Rock. Andrew Tate. Are you familiar? Of course. Because TikTok? Yeah. Um, I thought that was interesting. Adam Levine. Oh, yeah. And then Serena Williams, when I feel... Oh, she's retired. Yeah, and remember her U.S. Open run? Yeah, Everyone, yeah, no. Kendall was going in her Bottega earrings yeah, to the yeah, yeah. U.S. Open. Because most Booker. of these people went through, like, a thing. Yeah, like, of course. They're not, like, random selections. So mm-hmm. and then I forgot about Serena Williams' retirement. Um, and then the most popular searches overall. The number one most search of all time this year. Has it been said? No. And I'll give you a clue. It's, like, something we all were obsessed with for five minutes. I like can't remember things, so I'm not gonna be able to answer this quickly. Okay, but like think. I want people at home to guess. I need hints. Some people still do it, but it was like a thing on our phones that we were obsessed with all time. Wordle. Yes. Okay. Then the election results. Okay. Then Betty White. Oh. Okay, but that was in December. And then Queen Elizabeth. Okay. Well, I'm in defense of Queen Elizabeth. Betty White died last December, so there was more time for people to search. True. Um, Ukraine, Mega Millions, Powerball's number, Powerball numbers, and Haish. Who's that? She is a celebrity. Who Car died. accident. Yeah, I actually just saw an article about her recently. And then Jeffrey Dahmer, because obviously that I never watched, but yes, yeah. documentary. Um, so those were the top Google searches, and I feel like honestly I couldn't have guessed it. Like that me neither. Kind of random. A lot of it just like doesn't apply to like me and my interests, right? But not everything's about me. No, that's what's a really kind of hard thing about like growing up. You learn like actually nothing's about you. Nada. And I'm not interested in a world that's not about me. Mm-mm. So counts. Did I do a good job like tailoring stories to your desires? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think so too. I felt like your energy was like really like you were excited. Okay. I thought you were going to say that like I did a bad job. Like my no, no, you're card. doing amazing, sweetie. You. And you're not done because we need you to advise us, counts. Okay. We have some toasters going through some, some things. And I know you're a dog mom and there's a dog story in here that I think is poses a really interesting moral dilemma. So we're going to get into Dear Toasters, which is our weekly advice segment. We usually do it on Wednesdays, but Jackie had Dumois yesterday. Then we were going to do it today, but Jackie's out. And you know what? I'm just doing it. Do it. Um, DearToasters at gmail.com is the email account you can use to write in if you want some advice from two mentally stable queens. Not. Today's uh, Dear Toasters is brought to you by ZocDoc, a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. 
So on ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun, whether you're trying to straighten your teeth, fix your achy back, get your mole checked out or removed. ZocDoc has you covered. ZocDoc's mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. You search, find, and book doctors within a few taps. Find, find and review local doctors. You can read verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments. Now when you walk into your doctor's office, you are all set to see someone in your network who gets you. So a lot of like the awkward human interaction that is involved with making doctor's appointments is relieved with ZocDoc. You don't have to call me like, you need insurance? Like, do you need an appointment? <laughs> Just do it all on ZocDoc so you can go to the doctor and like talk to as few people as possible before right. you talk to the doctor. Right. It's really efficient. If you just moved, it's a great way to find new doctors. When I travel, I'm always having like mysterious ailments. And ZocDoc has been really helpful to like find someone close to where I am who takes my insurance. It's really helpful. And that's why every month millions of people use ZocDoc. I am one of them. It is our go-to whenever we need to find and book a quality doctor, especially with Jackie just having moved. She doesn't have like her go-to dentist, dermatologist. Plastic surgeon, you didn't hear it from Gynecologist. Me. Yeah, all the things. So ZocDoc is really, really helpful for someone who's just moved. Go to ZocDoc.com slash toast and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash toast. ZocDoc.com slash toast. Today's Dear Toasters is also brought to you by a new favorite here at The Toast, The Perfect Bar. Don't go nuts this holiday season. Fuel yourself with Perfect Bar, the original refrigerated protein bar that has a cookie dough texture and a creamy and full of flavor. Unlike any other bars out there, now they come in snack size, which is packed up to six grams of proteins and 150 calories, where a little goes a long way. So if you're just like running to the airport, if you're a busy mom, throw it in your purse and it'll just like fuel you for the day. And what I love about Perfect Bar um, is that they are put in the fridge. So I didn't even realize how kind of gross it is that protein bars are like not in the fridge. Um, how fresh can they be? Not that fresh, but Perfect Bar is very fresh. They're made with whole food ingredients. They contain no artificial preservatives, and they are stored in the fridge. So grab one after a workout or for a quick bite while you're out holiday shopping so you can feel good about what you're snacking on. Of course, they are non-GMO project verified. They are gluten-free. They are soy-free. They are kosher. Shalom. And low GI. Perfect Bar knows that it will be love at first bite. So for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try their refrigerated protein bars for free. Here's how it works. Sign up for email or text, upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store, and they will reimburse you for the cost of one bar. It'll go directly into your Venmo or your PayPal account, which is pretty cool. It's, it's pretty, pretty cool. cool. All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com slash toast to get a free perfect bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com slash toast to get a free perfect bar today. Happy snacking. All right, you ready, Counts? Change I'm ready. Lives. Here we go. Hey, girlies. I'm a new <sighs> Patreon member here. So... Welcome. Thanks, girly. My boyfriend and I have been together for three years now and have lived together for almost a year. It's the first year we are spending the holidays together with each other's families. We just spent Thanksgiving with his family, and now we will be spending Christmas with my family. About six months ago, he started bringing up that he wanted a nose piercing. He'll mention it every so often and ask for my opinion. I've been honest, and I've told him that I don't really find nose piercings attractive, and that if he did get it, I would at least ask him to take it out around my super traditional family. Fair. Fast forward to right now, he's insisting that he has to get the nose piercing this month while there's a sale, and it's become a huge fight between us. Am I being a brat for being upset that he would deliberately go to the piercing right before seeing my family when he knows that the piercing would be too fresh to remove? His argument is that he's upset because even if he gets it later on, I'm going to make him hide it for my family for about six months. But honestly, I'm just hoping he hates it and takes it out prematurely on his own. Thank you so much. Honestly, the thing with this is like, if I wanted to get a nose piercing, like Ben has absolutely no say. True. If Ben wanted to get a nose piercing, like that's a family decision. I agree. So you're totally 
like justified in having an opinion on the situation and the fact that you don't even want him to get it but you're happy to let him get it mm-hmm. but only just taking it out around your family just to avoid any unnecessary you're not hiding who he is you're just avoiding like unnecessary tarch he's being a baby i couldn't agree more like you, the, you not even putting your foot down like saying you can't get it like that is so big of you mm-hmm. so like the least relationships i've heard are all about oh! <laughs> are all about Settler. compromise yeah so you're letting him get it. He can at least do you a solid and not create animosity over the holidays for you and wait a month. No, you're right. And like, he will hate it. Like, he will. I have faith for I you. I'm praying for, for you. you too. But even if he doesn't, he can still wait three weeks. You're not being a brat at all. Like, honestly, why does he have to get it this month? How much is the sale going to be? Also, like, he knows he knows that it's going to bother you and bother your family. So why make your life harder? Like, he should be making your life easier. Right, like, why is he going to go out of his way to make your life more difficult and put you in, like, a bad spot? A thousand percent. You know, this is, like, not good boyfriend material and he needs to start acting right. Maybe you should play this episode for him. Mm-hmm. Maybe. All right, that was easy. This one is crazy. Okay, yeah. And I, I think I know what I would do. Hey, Jackson Claude, I love you both. I need some advice about my crunchy angel. Mm. While I was scrolling Instagram the other day, I saw a tagged photo of a dog who looks just like my unique looking dog. It was such a crazy lookalike that I clicked on the profile for more. I quickly deduced that it was my dog that I adopted just over a year ago. Okay. And speaking of dog, Theo <gasps> has just entered the oh studio. Come here, my love. Come here, my love. Oh, mommy loves you so. Oh, mommy loves you so. Oh, you could sense we were reading a story about one of your brethren. Come here. We were reading a story about one of your brethren. Come here. Oh, you're going to have to be quiet. Okay. But this is great. Oh, my God, my foot's asleep. Shit. Okay. Let me go back because it's important. I quickly deduced that this was my dog that I adopted just over a year ago. The other girl had my dog. Let's call him Theo for about four months. Okay. Lost him. He was with the rescue for about two months and I've had him for the past 14 months. I adopted Theo from a totally reputable rescue and I spent thousands of dollars on his medical bills and training within the first few months of having him. So I know that he's mine, but still I have a pit. Should I reach out to the previous owner or am I just opening up a door that doesn't need to be? I kind of feel like if I were the other way around, I would want to know that Theo was okay. What would you do? Mike, this does is- she know the previous owner that the dog was like, found and given to this rescue no so she just thinks she knows this, nothing this her dog was lost and so i understand wanting to give peace of mind but also she doesn't want to open a door and be like well this is my dog i want him back so it's time you know what it's time for an anonymous letter or or ron when you <laughs> sam when you and ron went to bed literally it's time for an anonymous or letter. or why can't the current owner go to the rescue and be like yo can you let this woman know that you found her dog and it's been adopted and all as well? I don't think the rescue wants to get involved. Like, I can understand, like, them wanting to wash their hands of it. Like, they did their job. Mm-hmm. So I understand this girl, like, not wanting this other human being. Like, this, she sounds like a great dog mom. Like, she trained. She paid for all the medical bills. Like, she sounds like she really cares. So Theo is in good hands. Yeah. So I think it's time for... I think you need to make a fin stem. Be like, I'm not revealing my identity because I don't want to open up any doors. But, like... I just want you to your know dog. your dog is in amazing care. I'm so sorry that this happened the way that it did. But like I've had your dog for over a year now. Possession is nine tenths the law. Legally, she totally. It's Legal, her dog. Yeah. And also the previous o- owner only had the dog for four months. Yeah. And like I understand that like, things happen. But like you're the one who lost the dog. So I was going to say that. But then I was like, is that rude? I don't know. Like yeah. what if that No, because shit, shit does happen. You're right. No, actually, I'm not going to blame. I'm not victim blaming here. Like it was it, it, things happen. But it is nice that you want to give her peace of mind, but you have to protect your peace first. 100%. The theme of today's episode is protecting your peace. Is protecting your peace. And anonymous letter. So if you know where she lives, maybe drop off a no, 
actually don't drop it off. No, no, no. I think a fake Finsta. A fake Finsta or like write, send a letter in the mail, but put gloves on. Where the fuck is she going to find out where she lives? It's social media. It's so easy. Okay. I think a Finsta. Like if this happened to me, I would be so devastated. But the, the nights I would spend awake wondering if it, he, he's running through the woods, yeah. getting beaten by wolves. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing her a favor. So yeah. Yeah. I think an anonymous letter never hurt anyone. Okay. All right. Our third and final one is a little bit longer, but it, it requires attention. Okay. I must Dear say. Jackson Claude, how you doing? My best friend and fellow toaster and I are in need of some serious advice regarding another friend, Wendy. We've all been friends since we were in preschool and have grown up together, and we are now all recently graduated from college, but we live in different cities. Our friend Wendy broke up with her long-term college boyfriend, Philip, slightly unexpectedly soon after graduating. We all thought they were going to be engaged within the year, so it came as a bit of a shock to us all. Soon after the breakup news hit, we come to find that Wendy met someone, Jeremy, while being a camp counselor. He sparked the reason for the breakup. Why are you laughing? No, it's just like the, the names. names. Are, it's funny what names people choose. Yeah. Here's the kicker. Jeremy's a senior in high school. What? And she's graduated from He's college? at the age of consent in a state that we live in. So it's perfectly legal, but it feels a bit icky. She's been hanging out with him for several months now and even took his virginity. No. The, <laughs> the high school he attends is the same small private school we attended almost five years ago. And we've told her that people are talking about it, but she doesn't really seem to care. She seems really happy with him, but we also feel like it could backfire. There's even been a few times she's talked about missing Phillip, so we're really not sure what she's thinking. We obviously want her to be happy, and we want what, what's best for her, but we're not sure how to go about it. Personally, we think Wendy needs a reality check because this situation feels wrong, but we really don't know what to say. Sincerely, two very confused toasters. That is quite the debacle. So, I mean, it's not even so much the years, because when you graduate college, you're 21 when you're a high school senior, what, you're like 17? But, okay, I do want to say, like, so, yeah, the, technically the age gap is, is fine. The but number it's like, of years, but it's the. No, but usually it's like if. You, the place you're at. A girl's dating a f- guy five years younger than her, because I always say, like, men have the maturity of a two-year-old. So, like, a 25-year-old guy and a 25-year-old girl is equivalent to a 28-year-old girl and a 21-year-old guy. I agree. I think men are developmentally behind about five years, so that's why 20-year-old girls need to date 25-year-old boys. A thousand percent. So she's technically dating a 12-year-old. 12, 12 <laughs> I'm crying. No, totally. It's even more inappropriate, especially... He's if, like a... He's taking the SATs, he's applying to college. No, right. It's, a, it's, like, it's different when you're, like, 40 and 35, but you're yeah. so fragile and you're so immature yeah um and college is where you really grow up a lot uh-huh so the age gap it's not even about the four years it's about all the experience and yes. the maturity it's really fucking he still lives with his parents it's really fucking inappropriate and this girl i think she's gross i know <laughs> i think she's gross i think this is hella inappropriate and i would think it was the same a guy who just graduated college dating a 17-year-old a girl. That's thousand disgusting. percent. I think all around, this is so fucking weird. Agreed. Also, it sounds like she blew up her whole fucking life because clearly she had a really great boyfriend. Mm-hmm. They were going to get married. like, And she threw it away for a summer romance at camp. Yeah. First rule of camp is camp. Never bring it home. Camp relationships stay in camp. Never bring it home. Everyone knows that. My yeah. God, Wendy. Um, that, so, but what do the friends do? Oh, right. That's the people That's who the problem. Um, honestly, like... Where are her parents? Yeah. Not to bring them into it, but... No, like, you definitely... This is, like, a serious situation. Like, it's fucking weird. You have to do something. Um, What's Philip up to? 
You know, like, is he you know pining what? for her? You know what? Because Philip deserves better. I'm not saying. Philip deserves better. I hope Philip goes on to meet a lovely queen named Elizabeth and they live happily ever after. Yeah. This is, like, if he, if if Wendy was willing to throw, Wendy's obviously going through something. Like, if Wendy was willing to throw away, like, a real relationship, like, adult relationship, a college, like, people thought they were going to get engaged for a teenager, like, it's giving, it's, you know what's reminding me of? Hmm. That show, The Teacher. Yeah, I was thinking that. Where, like, she had a nice relationship and she, like, literally, like, would not talk to her boyfriend because she was, like, fucking her student. Like, it was disgusting. Um, obviously, it's not as bad as that, but it's still, it's gross. Like, I don't, I, and just because it's legal doesn't mean it's right. I agree. I also think that the friends, like, I don't know if they've had, like, a conversation with her. If they have, then sorry, but if they haven't, like, I think it's worth it to, like, sit her down and have a conversation, voice your concerns. But then if she doesn't listen and... After that, it's like there's nothing you can do besides let it run its course. No, that's what we say here at The Toast because a lot of people write in like, what do I do for my friend? Um, and while we all want to be good friends and I do think you should sit her down and like don't come at it from like a combative way, um, at some point like people's lives are their own responsibilities yeah. and choices they make as fully formed adults, even though like out of college, like you're not even that fully formed no. adult. Like this is definitely still like her, you know, making mistakes era. People have to learn things on their own. Yeah. So you can help someone as much as you want and you love Wendy and you're a good friend and you both sound like really wonderful people. You can try, but then at some point, we're all on our own in this life. Yeah. You're on your own, kid. You always have been. Yeah. So I think you give it a go, say something once. Yeah. And then... And don't talk so much about... um, Let bygones be bygones. I would take it from the angle of like, what's going on with you? Because like, there's yeah. been a lot of change and like, is there something going on in your life? Because if you come at it- And also like, you could be like, it seems out of character. Yeah. If you come at it and being like, you know, everyone in town is talking about you, like that's mm-hmm. rude and mm-hmm. that'll make her defensive. You have to be so careful. Like when people, when you confront someone, like it's literally an art. Yeah. And you can't fuck it up. No. So good luck with that. Yeah. Good luck with that. Um, keep us posted. Keep us posted. And thank you to everyone who wrote in to Dear Toasters. Again, deartoasters at gmail.com. This is the second to last episode of the week. I'm hoping Jackie will be back tomorrow. I think she will. Just this morning was like crazy. How are you to get to the doctor? And you know what? What? I'm trying to think. Hold on. Okay. What's the phrase? But like someone's loss is our gain. Another. But, like, w- but whose loss is it in this situation? Jackie's loss is our gain? Yeah, but like. But it's not even her loss. Like, she's literally being a mother. Right. Bitch, I'm a mother. No, no drama. drama. Counts, thank you so much for being here. I know you're the busiest woman alive between, you know, working a full-time job, being a full-time content creator, being a full-time podcaster, um, that you would give up, like, an hour and ten minutes of your life. It, it means the world. Don't tell my boss. I will not. Um, but since you're here, let's make it worth your while. Everyone listen to Margo's podcast, The Snatchler, which is available anywhere you get your podcast. Episodes drop, what, which day? Thursdays. Thursdays. Hear all about, it's not about The Bachelor anymore, so we all gave up on that. So you can go back to listening. Margo's talking about her fabulous life, date she's been on, her bestie Nicole joins her. And it's just like, if you want to know what it's like to be young and fabulous, which I really never was when I was young, I was. You're still young. No, when I was like actually young, I had like two moles on my face. I wasn't fabulous. Um, So it's nice to, you know, see the lens. Mm Mm-hmm. Follow her on Instagram at Margosray, TikTok at Margosray, YouTube Margosray. Um, where else? That's it. I think Margo's on the Redheads, and the Redheads just dropped their final episode of the year Horse. today. So Horse. there's plenty of content to listen to after you listen to the Toast. Thousand percent. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iRadio, Castbox, all the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us the Toast and leave a five star review about how wickedly 
talented we are. Have an amazing Thursday, and we'll see you tomorrow for Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Weekend. Get up here, Theo. Say bye to everyone. Come on. Come on. Get your ass up. Lazy. Come on. Get up. Oh, he's not coming. Get up. Come on. Oh, okay, say bye to everyone. Bye, bye. everyone. Love you.